Shirt Breakaway fans. Welcome to another week of the Blue Shirt Breakaway. I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm here with my co-host, Greg. Greg, say hello. Oh. Oh, we don't have Greg this week. We do have him for like two seconds. He's stuck in a closet in Norfolk, Virginia. We're going to give him a call, and then we're going to get to the show, and then I'll figure that out from there. Here we go to Greg. Greg, I heard you're hiding in an undisclosed location for this week's Blue Shirts Breakaway. Where are you and what's going on? Norfolk, Virginia, and uh, just a lot of things, man. A lot, lot of basketball. Uh, I'm glad that you're uh, you're alive. I heard you had a tough weekend. Is that is that factually correct? Oh, my God. That, like, doesn't do it any justice with how rough my Saturday was. <laughs> do you remember most of your Saturday? Uh, yeah. Oh, debatable. Trying, I try, remember trying to forget the Islander loss in the future. Oh, I mean, yesterday I was dead, so it didn't matter what happened yesterday. It wasn't going to work for me. Uh, <laughs> I remember everything, just about everything, up until the uh, fourth round of Misha Tate Holly Holm. That's that's when the lights went out upstairs. Oh boy! So it sounds like you had a good one. Don't worry. I have great guests for this week's podcast. We had two wonderful fans fill in and do a great job as you. That's good because I can't talk. No, I know. It seems like you don't have a voice, and I hope you get back home soon. Do you have a message for any of the fans that are going to miss you this week? Um, No. Steve, I still love you. Oh, Steve. You're my boy, Steve. My boy. All right, buddy. So uh, do you have any thoughts on the Rangers before we go, or you want to – do you want to talk about anything of that? Like anything that's got your mind uh, up? I, I, I mean, it's just classic Rangers that the one game they won last week was against the Capitals. Right? We can't lose to the Capitals. <laughs> like, of all the – it was one game. What's like <laughs> if you were going to tell me they were going to win one game last week? The Capitals would not have been any of my three choices. I love how you can barely speak. It's my favorite. It's my it's – I my... want you to know that I have to call another basketball game at noon tomorrow. I'm going to cry. I love this. Yeah, I All don't right. think it's going to end well. No, I don't think so. All right, buddy. So uh, we'll go – everything we haven't touched on this week, I'm sure you and I will dive into next week. We, uh, Me and the callers and the interviewers that call in, we go pretty deep on what happened this week in Ranger hockey. I think I, – I don't even know if I'm going to preview the games this week. I think uh, we'll go – I'll go over them briefly in the intro. I probably already did that for those listening. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it, buddy. I just wanted to say hello and remind you that I still love you and didn't want you to do this without me. I know, of course, of course. I would never want to do this podcast without you. I, I mean, you just that. did the podcast without me, though. I did two of them, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, but it, it will never be the same without you, even though even I have to say both of our inter- interviews are very well done. And that's, I'm going that, to I'm gonna go back to dinner, which tonight is double stuffed Oreos. Oh, boy, you are living the high life. Buddy, I'll I, talk to you soon, and we'll see you next week. We'll, we'll see about the talking. Okay, later, man. Well, now that we've finally gotten rid of Greg, we can get to talking about the Rangers. Uh, as you probably know, it's been an interesting week. We beat the best team in hockey and lost to our two biggest rivals. Uh, and it's not really pretty at this point in time. Uh, this coming upcoming schedule is pretty favorable this week. We get to play a, a Buffalo team that obviously is lacking a little bit of talent. Uh, the Red Wings team that's going through a little bit of turmoil right now and isn't exactly having the best last ten. And we get the big rematch against the Penguins in an afternoon game I'm not too excited about. But we get to, we're going to break down everything today over the past week 
uh, which happened in Rangertown in these next two interviews. So I really hope you enjoy our first community pod, and stay tuned. Hey, we have our first ever guest here. Uh, Joey, where are you from? And say hello. Hello, I'm uh, from Arizona, born and raised, never been anywhere else. Oh, really? Okay, so this makes this super interesting right off the bat. Actually, we didn't talk <laughs> about this before we got on the podcast. Uh, how did you become a Ranger fan? My whole family's from New York. I basically adopted all of my dad's teams. He, uh, we have like a picture downstairs of me and like a little Rangers onesie at one year old. Oh, look at Holding you. up a stick like I'm celebrating a goal, so... <laughs> I, I don't know when it happened. I was just born a Rangers fan. That's awesome. Uh, you also, I, I, you did say you're a Mets fan, which Greg will be very happy about that you're replacing him <laughs> uh, on this podcast this week. Um, so you follow the Rangers a lot through the Ranger Reddit, and you get catch the games through like NHL TV and such. Uh, we actually have the uh, NHL package on Directv. We uh, watch all the games like that. Do you get blacked out constantly? Because I always see these posts on Reddit, like all these blackouts. No, be, uh, I, I think because I'm in uh, Arizona, I, oh, okay. I don't that's how that works. my local. Yeah, look at me yeah. being not smart about how TV works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I use the Reddit stream. What, NSA? Don't come after me. Um, but yeah, that's how I get my news. So let's let's talk a little bit about this crazy week in Rangerland. Uh, it was a rivalry week for us, and uh, I would say that Friday went well. No, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's uh, about all that went well, but yeah. Yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> Uh, Friday went well. We beat the Caps. That was nice. 3-2. A surprise win. Ranta playing a, a rather good game. Uh, but I would say yesterday against the Islanders, or Sunday rather, uh, was a rather disappointing game. Uh, what are your thoughts on how AV coached that game in general? Honestly, I'm not really sure where he was going at the end of it. First of all, the whole like Miller thing. I uh, pulled up the numbers on it. He had a minus 2 in just 635 time on ice. So that doesn't look good. But he only had one giveaway, so it feels like it was more his line than anyone else. But uh, what really bugged me was that I didn't feel like he was being given a chance to succeed that game. He was being forced to look invisible by AV. I totally agree in every single way. Uh, Sam kept mentioning, like, oh, is, is JT Miller hurt? Why is he off the ice? And obviously that AV put him in his doghouse. But AV refuses to put players like uh, Girardi and Stahl, as everyone knows, uh, in his doghouse because they're his veterans. Where JT Miller has gone on a tear lately, well, not as not as much as recent, but he was on a tear and he was our best player for a little bit with Rick Nash out and before Eric Stahl came over. And I'm not saying Eric Stahl's our best player now, but you know he was our really our firepower. And AV seems to be punishing him for maybe something he did off the ice that we don't know. It was that's an interesting stat that you bring up that he only played six minutes. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure what was going on. And then also, speaking of AV, the uh, decision at the end of the game that oh, led to the oh my god the go ahead goal. Okay, you have Step on, and you have more. One of these guys is the guy you use for the for the face off in a defensive zone, especially in a situation like that. Step on is not that guy. Right. Actually, earlier in the game, I believe Eric Stahl was 15 for 17 on faceoffs, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, okay, so I like this trade in general, and I, I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm sure we'll get to that in a second. I, I like this trade because we didn't really give up that much, but this guy brings something to the Rangers that I always felt was a problem, which was our faceoff game. Like, I had to rely on Dom Moore to win a faceoff for me, but now I had Eric Stahl, and I don't know why he wasn't in at that point, and Dom Moore was in, but not taking the faceoff. Yeah, I don't know if he was like expecting us to. Uh, he didn't want to risk uh, more getting kicked out if Stepan gets kicked. I I can't rationalize it at all. I, I understand why he took Stall out. He'd been on the ice for a while, and the second they got the chance, they pulled him off the ice. Which makes the only reason sense. he took the face off before that was because it was an icing. 
But um, speaking of face-offs and uh, stall, I was looking up the numbers, like I said before. He was 91% last game. That's incredible. I'm upset. That makes me, so, <laughs> makes me so happy that we made that trade, especially when Rick Nash comes back and we're healthy for the playoffs. It's going to be a really tough playoff run, uh, as you could probably see, as this division is really tightening up with the Islanders only three points behind us, and I believe the Penguins are five or six points behind us at this point in time. So, And we play them this week, the Penguins. So that being said... Which division team do you not want to play come this playoffs? It could be the Caps, the Penguins, or the Islanders. You know, honestly, I feel comfortable with us playing any of those teams in the playoffs. If I had to pick one, I guess it's the Islanders because for some reason they've, they've been working us in the past two seasons. It, we totally agree on that. So I've told Greg on this podcast multiple times that I'm not really scared of the Capitals for whatever reason. I Listen, I get it. They're having a record-breaking season. And everyone's going great. And they're, they're running on all cylinders and they have a lot of superstars. We could beat the Caps. I mean, you show, we showed them on Friday. Like we, It's like a deadly triangle of rock, paper, scissors. The Islanders beat us and we beat the Caps. That's just how, <laughs> that's just how it goes. So I like as much as I want to see a seven-game series where we beat the Islanders, actually, I want to see a four-game series where we beat the Islanders, that's the team that scares me the most come the playoff time. Yeah, I think it's just a situation of matchup. Something about what we do does not seem to match up well against them. And speaking of the Caps, uh, that's another thing. We just seem to match up well against them. I mean, we have the uh, history against them in the playoffs over the past few seasons. And they're showing now that the Beast does bleed. They're falling back down to earth. They're not the unstoppable powerhouse they were earlier in the season. I mean, right now they are 7-3 and three in their last 10. So, yeah, they're not winning 10 in a row. <laughs> yeah. But uh, us being one of their losses. But they do have 100 points on the season, and I'll tell you that's incredible. The Unreal. Black- yeah. The Blackhawks have 87 right now. You know, the Blackhawks are probably the best team in hockey, even though they're having a rough stretch right now in general. And, uh, listen, the Cats are scary. I'm not scared of them. That's just what it is. I don't want to see the Islanders because – they just get up. Matt Martin gets out there. He hits us. He, get, he rubs us up, man. God, I hate him so I, much. I, I would say a lot of curse <laughs> words right now if this wasn't a kid's show. And it isn't, so fuck that kid. <laughs> but, but, but uh, yeah, Matt Martin, you know, he's he's uh, dating Boomer Siason's daughter. And Boomer Siason, I know, is a New York legend. We're playing for the Jets all those great years, Boomer. But uh, I can't take that kid. And he's a disgrace as a son-in-law, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, I'll just say that in case Boomer Siason's ever listening. No, not that he would. Um yeah, so I'm scared of the Islanders. It's going to be, you know, it's crazy to think about. We're only a month away from the playoffs, and these are kind of the dog days of hockey. Like, it's 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 getting tough and dangerous out there, especially with our division. Yeah, speaking of dangerous, uh, we're uh, <laughs> kind of hobbling and crippled these last few games. Right. Yeah, so I actually want to ask you real quick. Do you think we should have traded for a backup goalie uh, during the trade deadline? No, I believe Rant is serviceable. I think that uh, game against the Islanders is just fluky. We've seen what he looks like at his best against the Capitals. And earlier in the season when he was starting more consistently, we saw what he looked like when he's playing average. He's good. Yeah, I we agree. We don't need any more. I agree. Like, and we did have a big segment on Ranto at one point in time where we talked about how he hadn't won a game in like three months. <laughs> uh, I have to say he did look sharp against the Capitals, but I feel like the whole team had a little bit too much to drink Saturday night. That's really like, – I know it was Islanders-Rangers, but it feels like they went out like, and have probably had a great time. Uh, I have to say, we didn't actually, I was talking about the Eric Stahl trade. I didn't get to get your thoughts on that. What are your thoughts on getting Eric Stahl on this team? At, uh, when the trade happened, I was pretty happy with it. We gave away almost nothing, just a bunch of future picks, and I'll get back to that in a second. But uh, 
he brought what we needed, a solid center who can win faceoffs, and he's proven that he can do that. He has the history of being a great player. Maybe all he needed to do was come on to another team, find his stride again. I, I doubt he's going to be as good as he was. He's on the wrong side of 30, but he can be a very good player for us, and I think he can help us down the stretch in the playoffs. I'll be honest, I'm on the right side of 30, and things aren't going well. So I, whatever, <laughs> whatever this guy does to, to help our team, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, that being said, we're kind of down two defensemen right now. Uh, uh, McElrath got hit last night, and his knees kind of gave out. Supposedly, his uh, medically repaired knee wasn't the one that was injured, and Stahl's still out. I think with flu-like symptoms, I could be totally lying to everyone right now. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure what Stahl is out with. I, the Rangers and hockey in general is just very secretive. I'm pretty sure I, I read it was the flu, and someone can correct me on Reddit and yell at me. I'm, I'm a bad fan. Uh, but that being said, Brady Shea was recalled, and that's a prospect I'm really excited to see up here. I know he's like held his own, and he's still kind of young, but he, this is a guy that's going to play on our team next year. Do you have any thoughts on Brady Shea? I think he looks uh, pretty promising. The few games we had him up, he showed flashes of pretty damn good talent. It looks like he just needs a little bit of experience to uh, hammer out that raw talent, figure out how the NHL works, and I think he's going to be really good for us in the future. Personally, I messaged Brady Shea on Twitter and, and said he should come on our podcast, and he never responded. But I'm still a fan. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, that was before he ever got called up earlier this year. We were talking about him, and I was hoping that we can catch him before he actually hit uh, Major League Ice, as they call it. No one calls it that except me. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we didn't get to get him on there, obviously. We did almost have, and I will, I will spoil this, we did almost have a backup goalie for a prominent NHL rival of ours. Uh, and we're still working on getting that happen. So maybe that'll happen in the future. That'll be fun. Any hint what team? Oh, the Devils. And, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we may or may not know him a little bit. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we'll see if we can get him on. It'll be cool to see what his experience was in M- playing at MSG. Uh, uh, well, not actually playing an MSG, but, you know, kind of getting this feel of, of going into the greatest arena in the world and not being on the winning team. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, right. Shots fired at him. I, like I hope he still comes on, to be honest. Uh, that'd be great. So uh, do you have a favorite Ranger or do you, are you just like the whole team? Uh, if you put a gun to my head and made me choose, I'd say uh... – Skating out, I'm going to go with Zuccarello. That's easy. That's so easy. I mean, I, yeah. And listen, I, I respect it. It's so hard to hate Zuccarello or have any animosity towards him. Like, it's a, it's a player that's impossible to, to not love. I don't absolutely. know. Who's more lovable, uh, Hank or Zuccarello? Oh, man. That that's is, a tough one, right? Like, yeah, because I was going to say, <laughs> uh, what I was going to say next was uh, all time on this team right now, definitely Lundqvist. Oh, I mean, come on. Like, He's the king. Like I'll be honest, when I, I uh, when I first started getting, I kind of took a lull in hockey about five five years ago. I was, I started getting really back into it five years ago. Spoiler alert: I'm sorry, I'm not a diehard awesome fan like everyone might have thought I was. But I, I started getting back into hockey five years ago. I was a fan since '94 when I was in I was in uh my little PJs at five years old watching them win the cup. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know I took a break and I got came back for like the Sean Avery years and those were great times. Luckless man, he's an all generational talent and. I, I was I was sketchy on him at first, like, oh, is he really that good? And like after like a couple games of watching, it's just really easy to see that guy is just something else. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and I had friends of mine that I got into the Rangers last year tell me like that we're watching Talbot play, and they were like, you know, why wouldn't we just keep this Talbot guy? Like, are you crazy? Are you, <laughs> are you insane? Shout outs to you, Alex. I know you uh, still miss Talbot. So <laughs> yeah, poor kid. 
So, I missed Talbot too. Yeah, I listen. I I grew so attached to that player in general. Like it was such a great story, and I couldn't believe how well he he really did look like Hank Jr. in the net for those thirty five games. It was an he really did. Did you uh, see by the way? He uh, was first star of the week on uh, NHL.com. I didn't. You know, I always feel so good for him, and I I yeah. I, I root for him wherever he goes. That's kind of like Haglin. It's really tough now. It's really tough. Yeah. I'm happy to see Haglin having success on the Penguins, but why did it have to be on the Penguins? Hey, listen, it, what the plan wasn't the Penguins. The plan was to send him to Anaheim. We see him once a year, and that was it. And then Anaheim was like, "Listen, if we get rid of if we get rid of Haglin, we're gonna be like the one of the best teams in the West." <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly what happened. They got rid of him. And they started winning like 25 games out of 30. Freaking assholes, man. Yeah, I really I shit on the Ducks earlier this year, and I said they're a terrible team. And I don't know, even though they have so much talent, they can't get it together. And man, I am going to check right now, but I think they have they Lovely lead games. they lead the Pacific Division with 82 points and they're 10 and 0 in their last 10. They're uh, I think they're on an 11 game win streak That's, right now. That is true. So yeah. all those things I said about the Ducks uh V formation good for you guys. I don't want to see you in the finals. <laughs> Actually, I think I'd rather see the Ducks and I'd rather see the Ducks than the Kings, the Blackhawks and the Stars. So I take that back. I would be okay with seeing the Stars. I definitely don't want to see the Blackhawks or the Kings. Yeah, I just the so I, let me ask you this question. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get sad real quick, and we're gonna go deep. Do you remember where you were during all the overtime games versus the Kings? Um, wow, I've really done a good job of blocking out my memory. I remember <laughs> Listen, the uh, if, if the answer is no, you're fine. <laughs> I totally get it. I remember the series winner very clearly, though. I was uh, see here. I was back home. I was sitting up in the living room watching the game. Right. Um, my parents were gone somewhere. I'm pretty sure at a bar, so I was the only right. one in the house. I watched the goal go in. Immediately turned off the TV. Chucked the fucking remote across the <laughs> room. Walked in my room. Didn't say a word. Yeah. No. I told. Listen. You got me on that one. I was in. A, I was in the back of a bar, and uh, it was sort of a hipster bar. I won't lie. Sorry, guys. And uh, and I was watching, and the the Rangers lost, and everyone everyone was like, "Why are you so sad?" I was like. This is the saddest I've ever been watching a sports event. <laughs> it was – I can't uh, – I have bad nightmares about crossbars from that series. Uh, I don't ever want to see that or play the Kings again. And you know what's surprising? Um, a friend of mine went to a Kings game, uh, Rangers-Kings actually, at the MSG, and he said the crowd was just so dead. And like if I was there, I would – I hate that team. Like they stole my cup. Like I would be going crazy. I know it's the East versus West. It's not a, div- a, a rivalry division. But uh, I would be screaming the entire time they were there. I used to like the Kings too until that. That was it. I mean, I have a lot of respect for Quick. To be honest, I like as a as a goalie. You know, he really he does take it too, and he plays a damn good game. He's not Lundqvist, but man, nah. he uh, he does represent. He's got uh, another gear when playoffs come around. Yeah, he's he's not exactly uh, Flurry with that case. Flurry is the exact opposite. <laughs> Flurry's been pretty awesome lately, though. Listen, gotta I, give credit. they actually have a really good prospect I was reading about. Uh, excuse me, because I forget his name. But he just got called up, too. He's one of their goalie prospects. And that's something I'm not excited to hear about. Because one of the things we talk about all the time on this show is how the Penguins just aren't deep. You know, yeah, I have... think uh, Matt Murray you're talking about? I think he's uh, he got named to the under-23 team. I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, up. that was it. And he's, uh, he's yeah, he's, I think he's 22 or 21. And uh, he's supposedly, like, their next goalie of the future. And I was reading up on him. And not something I'd like to hear about. Be perfectly, yeah. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> before we go, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the the Duke trade that happened last year. Supposedly, you, you have a, a lot of opinions on the Yandel trade when it was first made. 
Yeah. Um, so when it first happened, uh, like this was still when our defense was absolutely solid. Uh, you know, before oh, Girardi the stall. Days. <laughs> back, yeah, back before Stall and Girardi forgot how to hockey. They've been better recently, though. I've been happy with them. I well, have to agree. I mean, except I mean, for Stall. I mean, he's kind of injured, so. Yeah, okay, really. Yeah. But uh, what happened was uh, when we traded uh, Duke, we were in win-now mode. We still are. That's why we made the stall trade. And what happened was we basically upgraded our defense from a 1-2-3 situation to a 1-A, 1-B, 2 situation. Our defense became stacked just by adding that one piece in there. And Duclair was – he was a question mark. He had the potential to be a great player or he could just be you know, career third liner, whatever. And Yandel, we know exactly what we're getting. We're getting a great puck-moving defenseman. He can play defense despite what some people will tell you, and we've seen on our team. He's fine. And he really did shore up uh, our power play, which I, I don't even think I need to go into detail with everything that used to be wrong with that. It's been looking all right lately. Right. Yeah, all, all the things, things – We pulled out of that slump we had earlier. That's yeah, good. All the things that I feel were classic Rangers – or which is what getting scored on, <laughs> getting scored on when it's five on four, and uh, and not winning faceoffs is something we've addressed over the past two years. And uh, I honestly believe if Zuccarello doesn't lose the ability to speak during that playoff series, we're going to the finals. And I can't say honestly if we beat the Blackhawks, that team is otherworldly. I I don't know if that happens, but I wish we had the chance. And uh, let's see what else I was gonna say. Oh yeah, so also I, I mentioned I'm from Arizona, so Coyotes are my second team. Okay, so, yes, you get to watch. I'm very happy to see Duclair go to that team and to see him succeed. Very happy with that. So in the end, I, I kind of got uh, I got benefits from the trade both sides. Yeah, you get to watch them all the time. Have you been watching any of the Coyote games while you're out there, just hanging out, or no? I catch a few games every now and then. but uh, I know that team was doing really well until they actually had traded their best enforcer of all time, John Scott. Oh, man, yeah. That, I, I keep saying, I was thrilled when they got him. Like uh, My dad texts me. He's like, hey. John Scott to Coyotes. I just text back, "Fuck yes." <laughs> I was so, I love John Scott. Dude, I'm, good I'm for him, John, man. Like I, I'm one of the people who can actually say when that whole thing with uh, John Scott getting voted to the All Star thing was going on, I was one of the people not voting him in as a joke. I was like, hell yeah, I want to see John Scott in the All Star game. Yeah, Vote ten times a day. Listen, I totally regret that. Like he's a great guy. I'm glad they're gonna make a movie about him. And. And guy knocks people out, so... <laughs> I can't see how that movie's going to work out, but hey, more yeah. money for him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how it's going to do. But hey, I, I'm waiting for Goon 2, which is coming. Oh, yeah. Which, well, I, I was saying, like... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You're the guest, okay. here. You're was, the guest here, after you. <laughs> I was saying when they started talking about that movie, I was like, I can't see that working unless it's a documentary, like ESPN 30 for 30 or something. Yeah, I'm not... I, I think they might do, like, a Disney kind of... D- with it i don't know they'll exaggerate everything but good on yeah. him get get that guap while you can yep definitely hey while you're on anything else you want to talk about uh oh yeah definitely uh tanner glass two goals in two oh, weeks oh baby <laughs> it's like a unicorn it's big twice christmas. it's big christmas oh, he's got I, uh three goals on the season I, I think that's a hat trick for him it's it is a hat trick dude I, I had such a hate relationship with glass for such a long time and i was i was riding that hate bandwagon and just just killing him all the time I really like the way he's played this year. He's really no, stepped it up. He's been looking great this year for his standards. At yeah, least. Well, like, he's like, like there are still players who I could see being more deserving, but I'm happy with the way he's playing. He's not hurting us at all. I really, yeah. For a while, I was like, man, having him on the ice is just such a liability. But he just does bring some sort of, and I hate, I hate giving Av credit for this at all. He just does bring some sort of fire to the ice in general. Like he, he goes out there, he plays his game, and 
and he listen he fights people yeah. <laughs> and it gets me going it gets it gets the team going uh, so now with some nonsense you ready for these ones go is a hot dog a sandwich oh absolutely not no okay okay good <laughs> listen you're you're hired i don't know what to tell you <laughs> um do you have do you think what's your favorite candies like give me your top three Top three. I'm gonna go with Snickers, okay. Twix. Okay. Um, no, if you if you if you have top two, can't that, give you a good. third. That's good. That's fine. Twix is good. I mean, Twix is a little underrated. My I'm not a big caramel guy, so I get that. But uh, it's a good Snickers is an all time classic. It's oh, a big yeah. one. So listen, Joey, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, you have anything you want to plug? Any shout outs? ASU. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know no, us. We have, we're big with the sponsors here. Yeah. Yeah, you're real big with them, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, well, hey, hey, next week. Trying to week. pull in Shay. Next week. Yeah, we're trying to pull <laughs> and, uh, in Shay. Listen, we're going to try and get some good interviews coming up. We're, we've we been emailing, or I've started emailing some beat writers to hopefully some get some guys on coming on. And I think when the playoffs come, uh, even if Greg's not on, I'm going to have people, like maybe even just you. Like if Greg can't make it, I'm going to – I want to do an episode for every playoff game. So if you uh, if you would come back on and Greg can't make it, I'd be happy to have you back on, buddy. I'd be happy to, yeah. All right. Just uh, definitely hit me up on Reddit, the easiest way to get a hold of me. Sounds good. I will be doing Skype. that. Thank you so much for coming on, buddy, and we will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Hey, welcome to our second ever guest. This is my co-host, Greg. Just kidding. It's actually our fan, Greg. <laughs> Greg, say hello. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Well, welcome to the show. I'm glad you've been uh, listening. Longtime listener, longtime fan, longtime caller. And uh, oh yeah, let's get our, our Ranger talk right underway. So let's learn a little bit about you for our fans of this show that are listening now. Uh, how did you become a Ranger fan in the first place, and where are you from? I'm originally from Westchester, New York. Um, I started watching hockey uh, probably in high school. You know, when I was younger, growing up, I was a big Yankees fan. Baseball was my sport. Okay, I've always okay. been a big Jets fan too, but. It wasn't until like I kind of grew up where I realized you know hockey is kind of a real man sport. Uh, it's a, a lot of physicality, a lot of skill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I when I came to college here in Boston, um, th- this is a huge hockey town. So obviously I, I started getting a little crazy about the Rangers once I came here. Um, surprisingly, I don't get that much shit for being a Rangers fan here because it's a big hockey town and there's no real big rivalry between the Rangers and Bruins. I get a lot more crap for being a Jets and a Yankee fan. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's fun being a hockey fan in Boston. I have a lot of friends who are, you know, avalanche fans, Canadian fans, wild fans, sharks fans, my old roommates and Islanders fan. Um, It's, there's a lot of different hockey personalities here, but we all like to talk good hockey. You know, that's when I was up in Boston, I think it was last year, I was wearing my Rangers gear and some, Bruins fan told me to go f myself pretty uh <laughs> right right on the street and I was like you yeah, know what? you'll see those you'll I, see but, those but... but I was like I have nothing for respect for that guy because he watches <laughs> hockey like yeah exactly <laughs> so we're like part of a family because that that's just yep. what hockey fans are right when it comes exactly. down to it like everyone is cool except Islander fans and that's like really what I wanted to say <laughs> um so like before we get into anything else like who's your favorite Ranger do you have a good reason for it like do you have an attachment to anyone in particular? Uh, um, like of all time? No, no, no. Like of this team right now, like of all time, it's super easy to be like Brian Leach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I love that Brian Leach. That, that, I'm, I'm just letting you know my preference. I'm not letting you answer that <laughs> question, but you can answer all time and now if you wish. Um, I mean, all time, probably Mike Richter. I have a, I'm kind. Of, I've always been a fan of great goaltending. 
um, which is probably why I, I it's kind of a cheap answer that Lundqvist is probably my favorite player. It's not a cheap but, answer. But uh, if I had to pick a skater, it's got to be Mack Truck. Okay, okay. So that gets right into our, our first question. That was the best transition of all time. Do you think <laughs> Mack Truck is a spy? Because he, he continues to hurt Henrik Lundqvist every year. Oh my god! It's not not even just Lunquist too. Zuccarello is everyone. The entire team. He, he's he's the biggest Ranger murderer, uh, and he's the yep. captain of this team. <laughs> and like, don't get me wrong, I love that guy. He is. I, I love that he's on our team. I love that we stole him from Montreal. Make, nothing makes me happier. But he really does a number on us, and I don't know what. I know Lunquist was cleared to skate and, and probably play, but he didn't against the Islanders. Do you think he's going to play against Buffalo? Yeah, you know, I don't know about Buffalo because, um, you know, I think Ronto will play fine against Buffalo if they choose to start him. You know, I, I'd say give him the extra rest and let him play against uh, the Red Wings. That's going to be a tougher game. Um, or if he does want to play against Buffalo, then give him the rest against the Red Wings and let him play for the Penguins game, which probably is the most important game happening next week. I totally, um, totally agree. Yeah, but, you know, we like to joke, yeah, Max, Max the uh, secret assassin on the team, but... In reality, it's it's just a string of coincidences. It, and it always worked out well, too. Like, Lundqvist doesn't seem to be too injured right now. I mean, last Obviously, year it did not nice work out well. Against I, yesterday. It worked out well in the It didn't work that... out well, but it, it, in the end it was okay because Talbot became an elite goaltender for some reason. This is the second time we've talked about Talbot on this podcast today, in case you're wondering. <laughs> I really? Love uh, I love it. Oh, I love Camp I, Everyone has the same sentiments. You know what? That, that guy's great. I, mean, I wish him nothing but the best, except for if he plays those. I, I wish we had him instead of Ranta, especially after this past week. But, you know, I'm happy he gets a starting job somewhere. I asked the other person I interviewed uh, on this podcast uh, this question, but I'll ask you too. Do you think that we should have traded for another backup goalie, or do you think Ranta is serviceable going forward? <sighs> you know, I, I think Ranta's serviceable. I mean, I he's, he's good. He's just very inconsistent. Like, we saw, like you said, three goals against the oh, – no, he didn't play against the Penguins. Never mind. Well, he, oh, But he'll have games like he did against the Islanders, and then he'll have shutout games or close to shutout games like he did against the Capitals. Like, like he was – it looked like I was watching Henrik Lundqvist play against the Capitals. He made some amazing saves. Right. And then yesterday, like, he just let up some easy goals. Right. And so he he, he's inconsistent. Goal. He's inconsistent. He's serviceable for now. Like, we'll play him in the games we need him to play. But as long as Hank is healthy, he's our guy for the playoffs. It's not even a question. Of course. I mean, there were legitimate questions last year if we should start Talbot or Hank. I mean, that, yeah, that I, 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 I don't understand those people that said that. Like, Sure, Talbot was amazing uh, when he had to play when Lundqvist was injured, but you don't, not, you don't sit Lundqvist in the playoffs. You, the king, you just bro. don't do it. You start the game. You just don't do it. That's what you no, do. Man, no coach on any team would do that, but uh, – so- so uh, now a little transition to, like you said, letting up three goals. We're talking about Lundqvist and also Ranta at this point in time. So the series House of Cards came out for Netflix this week. And the, as you know, that's probably about politics crumbling. And uh, the House of Cards, just you, know, you could just picture the House of Cards blowing over in the wind. The Rangers had two games this year, or this week actually. They have way more than two games this year doing that, uh, where they let up three goals in under two minutes. Uh, what do you think, like the mindset that happened? Why does this happen to the Rangers in the first place? You know, that's a good question, and I don't know if I really know the answer, but um, I think the Islanders game, it was just kind of weak goaltending from Ronta, at least for two of those goals. I know the uh, – what was it? It wasn't Boyd Chuck. I know they, they call that back. So anyway, I, I ended up watching – Two of those goals were – one of those goals, he just didn't even see me as ready. 
Yeah, he wasn't. He, he wasn't even expecting the shot. No, but uh, I, I can kind of blame the goaltending there. He got off to a shaky start, but you know, for the most part, the Rangers played pretty well after that, especially coming back from a three zero deficit and only being down by one at the end of the period. It was, you know, I will... you, you could make the same argument. Why, why were the Islanders letting up so many goals? But you know, I think that's just one of those games. Um, as for the Penguins. You know, three of those goals. It was, I think, it was Crosby, Malkin, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Kessel, Kessel was in the third, so yeah. Kessel, yeah, Kessel was in the third, but you know, those are, you know, those are four great players. Um, <laughs> it just it, happens. It doesn't come, doesn't come to any surprise when those players score goals. But Hank is just prone uh, to those like certain games where he breaks down, and you, you saw that in the playoffs. I think it was last year, I believe. Yep. Where he had that one game where he let up five goals like out of nowhere, and we just we just sat him. It just he just has these games where he just loses his temperament for like under two minutes, and during that time, teams can really get to him. He really lost his temperament against the Penguins. Well, when he, uh... yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Uh, do you think what he did was the correct play <laughs> by throwing the net off the off the, the post? I don't know if it was the correct play, but you, you can't really blame him if, you know, you got an injured player and you got to stop play. You do what you got to do. Um, I'm glad that everyone came out to support know, him except Marc-Andre Fleury. Yeah, he's Marc-Andre Fleury. He shouldn't be speaking. <laughs> uh, we all agree. The greatest choke master in the playoffs of all time. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, Holpe came out and said, you know, there's nothing wrong with what he did. And, you know, Kind of getting into what uh, I know you want to talk about, you know, JT Miller being put on this short leash, leash by AV. I do a little you bit. You know, Lundqvist will get those passes if, if he does something like that because it doesn't happen often. And he's Henrik Lundqvist. He's one of the best goaltenders in the league. Of course, so yeah. You're never going to – And anyone would really give him a pass for that. Um, I was just saying that he's prone to those games because I've watched yeah. Lundqvist for years now and he just has those moments where he just breaks down. And, and for two minutes or three minutes or even five minutes at a time, he's vulnerable to a lot of goals. And he's he's one of the great ones, and he'll go down in history as one of the great ones. But he's human after all. He's human. Just Tom Brady's human. As much as I hate to uh, talk about Tom Brady, even he screws up sometimes. I have a, a lot of respect for that man, and I hate football. And it feels like that man loves football but hates the organization, so that's why I respect him. It's. Uh... Uh, I mean, I respect him. I just can't stand the whole Brady infallible comp. Like I said, all my friends have here in Boston. Oh, you're in Boston. He's a god, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he's, literally can do no wrong. Yeah, if he was if he was a ranger, he'd be a god. Think about that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. Honest. That makes sense. I'll I'll go on. I'll move on. I'll, forget I ever said that. I'm so sorry, everyone listening. Um, I do want to say that yesterday uh, I was telling you the story before the podcast. I was at the the wonderful kids movie Zootopia. And I wasn't able to catch the first eight minutes of the Rangers-Islander game. And I got into the car and I turned on ESPN radio. And all I heard was, and the Rangers are down 3 nothing." So that was, <laughs> driving back to, uh, I didn't get to see any of the first real period. So I got to miss seven goals. And I have to say, uh, listening to it on the radio is, is an amazing experience. But uh, watching the highlights, I wish I would have watched it live. That was a, I, that's a game I, I can't believe we lost. And another question I asked uh, the last interview we had. Do you agree with like what AV was doing with coaching at the end of that game? Because he he was leaving Stepan in in the circle when he had Domo right outside. Uh, I mean, uh, you can question a lot of things AV does. Um, you know, they were just trying to win the game. I know it, it was late. It was a very emotional game. Um, and honestly, I, I don't even 
know a lot of the stuff that happened at the end of the game. It's, but. it's pretty much, uh, long story short of it, uh, Dom Moore is probably one of our better puck handlers, and he, he should have been yeah. taking that face off. That's really what it comes down to. And you know that statistics yeah. as a coach. And uh, I, have, I have a lot of respect for A.V. as a coach. I, I don't really ride him too hard, but two things he does, like just little things he does sometimes just tweak me out, especially with riding his veterans. So that's yeah, my, that's I mean, that, that's probably uh, a poor judgment call there. I mean, you could even have, I would have even taken Eric Stahl, but... Uh, yeah, I think we, we talked about this a little bit. He was just on the ice too long. Uh, yeah, of course. Stahl, Stahl, although when he was on the ice and he... Lately, I, I, a lot of people haven't seen that much from Eric Stahl, but what I have seen is he's been doing very well in the face-offs. He's right. definitely a big improvement for the Rangers in the face-offs. Dominic Moore has been our, our best face-off man before Eric Stahl, but... I think having both of them there now is going to, you know, help their faceoffs, especially in the playoffs, because that's one of our, you know, Achilles' heels in the playoffs. Oh, I'll ask but, you this question. Um, actually, now that we're now that we got to talk about playoffs, uh, who is the team in our division that you're scared of the most? The Capitals, the Islanders, or the Penguins? The Islanders. We all agree. I am, Everyone agrees. I am, you know, as, as tough as good of a team as the Capitals are, you know. They're a very athletic team. I don't think they can go the distance in the playoffs. I, I really don't. Um, Regular season heroes. I think, yeah. I mean, yeah. Th- th- there's the whole curse of the President's Trophy uh, winners, too. So, <laughs> yeah. You could bet on that if don't you want. We know but it. <laughs> if it stays like it is now and the Rangers and the Islanders play each other in the first round, I am going, I'm, I'm going to be shitting my pants the whole time. Yeah. But <laughs> cause I can't, cause that's I- just. Because beating them feels so good. No matter so how good. good either of those teams, yeah. No matter how, like, even if the Islanders were awful right now, like, or we're in a slump, it's the it's an Islanders Rangers series. It could go either way. Yeah, it really could. Um, it's just one of those emotionally. Um, you know, if I want to go back to football, when when the Jets and the Patriots play each other, no matter how bad the Jets are, they always come they out. always make it a close game. The Jets will always come out against the Patriots. That's true. Um, and it's the same thing I think with the Rangers Islanders. It's always going to be a tough game, especially now that we've lost three games to them this season. Yeah, they're, they're just one of those teams we just can't beat this season. Which unfortunately um, seems to be a lot of our division rivals. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it'll it, be it really very, is. That, that's why I asked that question. It'll be very interesting come playoff time. See who we seat up against. Yeah. And with the point standing right now, I don't actually know who it's going to be because anything could change in the next four weeks before we start playoff. Yeah. And the Islanders have three games in hand on us too, which is really scary. That's really scary to think about. Uh, but we'll see, we'll see. I'm, I'm not scared. I think that we got a good team and I'm, I'm, I'm surprisingly glad that we didn't, even though I preached on this podcast that we really should trade Yandel. I'm surprisingly okay that we kept him. (laughs) Oh yeah. I, I love Yandel. I was, even when, uh, McDonough wasn't injured, I still wanted to keep Yandel on this team. Cause you know, this is, this is the last chance that this core, of players have to win the championship. And I think Yandel is, it's, it's a key piece of that core. You know, like people are saying, um, you know, he's, he's, if Yandel got traded, he was going to be a rental yep. for the rest of the season. So why not just keep him on the Rangers and keep him as our rental? He wants, well, he wants to, to stay here. I, there's no yeah. way, there's no way we could afford him. Uh, yeah, no, but, I mean, there's no way we can afford him for next year, but you know, just keep him at least for the end of this year. And then, We'll worry about next season when the season's over. I mean, we'll see over. if he takes a discount. It's happened before. I, I'm it's not happened. Gonna, I'm not going to uh, rule it out, <laughs> which sounds crazy. Uh, we'll see, though. I'm not sure we could pull that one. 
<laughs> you know, I'll, uh, if you're right on that one and you're in Boston, your drinks are on me. Thank you so much. I will be visiting soon. Um, <laughs> no, legit, we'll figure that out. But uh, that being said, I did want to ask you, what did JT Miller put in AV cereal to make him so angry? I don't know. I think it's probably some locker room stuff going on. That's kind of my um, question too. Because, you know, like I said, like Lundquist gets a, pl- a pass for his antics, but, you know, JT Miller is uh, – he's just a younger guy, I guess. I mean, you get the same – He AV had the same issues with uh, Kevin Hayes earlier this season, and he has those issues – to a lesser extent with Chris Kreider. I, I think he just puts more pressure on those younger guys to perform, which yeah. I don't really understand. Maybe it's a coaching method, methodology of his, but um, it just seems that, you know, when Stahl and Girardi, Mark Stahl and Girardi are playing terribly, they just get passes because, you know, they're the veterans on the team. Yeah. And you know they're, that they're going to perform come playoffs. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It's probably got to be some locker room stuff going on. Um, I can't always get inside AV's head. So... Hey, listen, that's why we, we just sit here and we speculate. That's what we do as fans. Yep. So <laughs> we're like, well, I don't know what's going on, but all we can do is talk about it. So now that we've talked serious Ranger hockey for at least 15 minutes, let's get to some nonsense. Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't prep you for this one. Uh, just throwing it out. Uh, no, I'm going to say okay. no. I don't even like hot dogs, two man. Two. That's fine. That's fine. And I need, I need, I'm going to ask you, I need a top three candy for you. I need like your three favorite candies. Oh, three favorite candies. Hey, you can give me two if you want, but I, I need at least one. All right. Um, no pressure. First one, first one that comes geez. to your mind. You're like, this candy's delicious. All right. M&M's pretty okay. good. Standard. Sour, sour patch kids. Oof. Love those. I like anything sour really. Okay. Um, so you, are you a big warhead guy? Oh yeah! All right, okay. we'll make Warheads number three. Yeah, I like Warheads. They're they're good too. So, quick question: Do you like almond joys? <laughs> <laughs> just I'm just asking. Just asking uh, you know, I got nothing against almond joys. Okay, that's I can't another, say I another one for the team. All right, man. They're a good candy. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I, I might have a nice surprise for everyone in store next week with almond joy. So we'll see. Uh, oh, stay God. stay tuned for that one, <laughs> dude. It was oh, boy. A, it was a pleasure having you on. I'm glad that we you can we can have uh, local Ranger fans come on and talk talk blue shirts. I think we're gonna do these episodes again down the line, especially come playoff time, uh, when everyone's freaking out and everyone's tuning in. We're gonna have all uh, as as many fans as want to come on. We're gonna do as as many. I'll take as many as you as want to come on. That's really it. And hopefully we'll have you back on during that time if you'll have us. And uh, and really thank you for all your time tonight. Absolutely, man. Thank you again. I, I real quick, I just want to yes, say sir. that uh, I'm I'm loving the show. Thank you. It's uh, I, I love li- looking. I look forward to it every Tuesday and listening to it. You know, I, I prefer to hear what the fans have to say, especially because you know I listen to Boomer and Carton in the morning on my way to work, Nobody and they never cares talk about hockey. hockey. Boomer, Boomer wants to talk about the Rangers. No one else ever wants to talk about the Rangers. I know, and but, and I have to credit Boomer, and I I did talk shit about him uh, <laughs> in the other section because his uh, son-in-law is an Islander. But, uh, yeah, Matt Martin, yep. Yeah, that motherfucker. But uh, <laughs> I, I did talk shit about him, but he's one of the main reasons when they came on the air. Like that's He's one of the guys that really got me back into hockey. So like I have to I have to give him some credit. He really he really lit my flames. Like I would drive to work and listen to Boomer and Carton, and he would just persistently talk about the Rangers. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start paying attention again. Yep. And uh, so I have to thank him in one way or another. Uh, is there anything yeah. else you want to say? Plug? Do you have anything you want to do? You want to plug your, your Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to do you know we do we're big on sponsors here we have none um 
I got I got nothing to offer as a sponsorship. That, Sorry, but no, that's fine. Um, but I appreciate you saying that we're we're a serviceable podcast for Ranger fans. Oh, absolutely, anytime. Oh, and go watch if you haven't yet, and listeners, if you're listening right now, go watch the 2016 All Hockey Hair Team video. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. If you've never seen these videos, they're the best. It's just this one guy talking about these Minnesota high school hockey players' hair. Okay. And it's it's got to be the funniest hockey video I, I see every if, year. If so. you send me that link, I will post it in the description. Absolutely. Perfect. Greg, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, you're our last guest of the My day. My pleasure. Could you do me a favor and, and sign us out? Greg, say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for having me, Ryan.